your best friend and your sister A lie to ya, and then screw ya I get mad if it's homeboys, do ya Or he's a nigga, don't let him fool ya They all dogs, that's what they do, uh So you can stop to the shit they pull and Get your own shit, that's what you do and Don't worry about him or his juice, man You make him sweat dubs on your shit ass You ride by music high as hell too He's watching you lustin' with his bitch too you see him later cause you wanna stop by when He see you all off the chain looking good too You even got his bitch wanna freak you Don't trust no nigga, no, no You can't trust no nigga, no, no Don't trust no nigga, no, no You can't trust no motherfucker, get gone Don't trust no nigga, no That is my shit Per it Per it Per it If you ever in a fucking nigga vibe that is the song Don't to trust play. That Don't trust that nigga. Get that nigga time for him to show you that he could be trusty. But until she then, said, "Motherfucker, get gone, get Ooh. gone." I felt that out of my spirit. Crawl along with Lil Kim. So now I'm city girls can walk. Can motherfucker walk? Amen. Hey, hallelujah. She hallelujah. says, "So trust a nigga, fuck a nigga, get your own oh, shit, shit to let him know that he's fucking with a raw yeah. bitch." Period. Period. A raw one. Period. A raw one. No condom. A raw one. A raw one. Straight there. Yes. No protection. No protection. Raw vegetable. Period. Are you okay? I'm fine. Thank you. Welcome back. Shit. Welcome back. Episode nine. Y'all. Oh, you forgave him, hoe? Dumb, silly hoe. That nigga don't mean you no good. (laughs) Fuck that in my spirit. Had to get that out real quick. Hey, y'all need to take a lap. I mean, shit. You can fight about it. I mean, not you, but you know. <laughs> shit. Walk and oh, bop man. and 50 fuck. That fuck ass nigga ain't shit. You Period. pussy trusting. <laughs> Stupid hoe, how, how you, you figure? figure? He won't fuck your best, best friend and his sister. A lie to ya. And then screw ya. And get mad with his homeboys, do ya? What? All right. From the prophet Kaya herself. Yes. From Nicolations, chapters 1, verses 9 through 12. That's the start. Don't ever trust a nigga. Not your plan. Not your plan. We trust y'all. Yeah, we do. And we're, we're yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Episode, episode 9. nine. Hey, Blake. How you doing, boo? It's episode 8 with Yes. Happy Monday. Or, oh, yeah, shit. whatever yeah, day this is, is released. Oh, yeah. so odd, because yeah. we're recording early. Like, yeah, we can the see sun the sun. Is still up. Yeah. We see your plants. We did. Shouts out to me and my green thumb. Plant daddy. Yes. Hey, plant daddy. You got all the photosynthesis out there. <laughs> Come on, photosynthesis. All the, all the oxygen over there. <laughs> all the vitamin D, but he got a here and there. Oh, <laughs> oh, all right, Alex, can you introduce the podcast? <laughs> Hilarious. Oh. He got some vitamin I think D. I just snorted. He did. Vitamin <laughs> D. Uh, it's double case session. of vitamin D. Yes. Double dose. Double. Whoa. Oh. 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 We have been drinking mimosas today. Yeah, we got mimosas. And these shits are bomb. Amazing. These are the best mimosas I've ever had. I'm not even lying. I appreciate that. Blink tree, that's good, y'all. I feel like I feel like I'm having brunch up in Bucky. Yes. Without the free I mean without the uh having to pay for it. Exactly. Free free brunch. Yes. But we appreciate it. So this episode we're kind of gonna get on a serious tip, even though we are very, you know, in a happy mood, serious um I'm going to talk a little bit about double standards, a little bit about black women and their responsibility in men's lives as far as healing them. And then Bleak is going to end us maybe with a little political thing about Kamala and Joe. Possibly. <laughs> um, yeah. So T-I-S. Bit, yeah. So we're going to, um, yeah, let's just get started. So I know most of you um, were aware about T.I. We talked about on the podcast about T.I. I think a little bit and Deja, his daughter, um, of course, I think everybody's seen it where he goes to the gynecologist with her to make sure her hymen's still in check every birthday, and then she gets whatever she wants under the sun. So recently, I guess he and the family were out at some Airbnb or on vacation, you know, just kind of doing a quarantine vacation. 
And he caught Major rolling a blunt in there. I think he was already smoking that shit. Oh, he, oh, damn. Because okay. he was in the water. Oh, yeah. He was, I think no, he was, I he was just rolling that he shit. Was, he, was in the, he was in the hot tub. I thought he was like rolling. It looked like he had it like in his hand and was rolling that it's, shit. I thought he had the joint in one hand and the lighter in the other hand. I don't know when I watched it like damn, he was rolling. Oh, man, maybe you saw the latter part of the video. Like he continued to roll it. But he basically started or rolled it, smoked it, started to, or did whatever. Basically, but he had marijuana he in his had possession. marijuana in his possession, and he is under 18. Not to say, I mean, I ain't, I, you know, I've tried weeds before. Um, but <laughs> the fact is, he was basically, T.I., I mean, he basically, his wording sounded like he was oh so serious, but his actions showed that he was just like, he's a boy doing boy shit. So we come back to the topic of parenting and double standards. Why on earth do men and women become or treated differently in households based upon your sex? Why? Mm. You're a guy. You can go. And you were raised with another guy. So um, I, I mean, I came from a household with just me and my brother. Um, but I have seen people around me who were raised, <clears throat> who was raised in houses with, um, male and female siblings. And yeah, I've seen where like, especially dads, like the son can pretty much go do whatever he wants. Right. But the daughter, um, if she even wants to like go kick it with the homies, she gets hell for it. Right. So, I mean, I think that's the guy's way of, <laughs> Most of the time when guys are like that, they used to be hoes in the back back in the day. Yep. And so they already know what type of time it is and they don't want that for their daughter. Right. But that's what I always say, like to guys that are like that, I pray to God that your daughter don't grow up and, and like find it. somebody that's just like you. Right. Because you it's gonna be it's gonna be over with, with that. Right. But I don't know why it's such a double standard with guys and girls like that. And T I he is notorious for showing more favoritism when it comes to his book, especially King. Yeah. Remember they was talking on the show about him fucking. And he's yep. only he like was what? casual, like 14 to 15. Yeah. And, oh, he going to do it. And oh, this and that. And Tiny was like, well, I want him to keep his purity, you know, for as long as he can. And T.I. was like, that shit going to happen. But I think what is irritating me is the fact that when T.I. first came up on his show, I think we all, as far as like African-American, black people, whatever you want to call us, we were excited because we had a representation of a rapper on TV with his family, but it was positive. You know, we were getting to know his kids. We got to see, okay, T.I. may be crazy as hell in these streets and crazy as hell to Tiny, but he's a great dad. Well, you know, I think, Run DMC walked to T.I. and his family. You're right, I forgot Because Run's that. house was lit. You're right, yeah, it was lit. It was definitely lit. And it's amazing um, to see them now. Um, I wish that show was still on. Yeah. Because I would love to see how they went through with... Um, like you know, with their current ki- uh, with their current kids, seeing yeah, Diggy grow up, right, and Angela and Vanessa and them having and babies and JoJo because they all had babies and they weren't married too. Remember, he's a so I would have loved to see that. Shade. Wait, what? All Ruff. of Run DMC, you know, he's all a Rev. His, yeah, all his kids, Rev Run, all his kids. Uh, you know, except for Diggy and Russell. Have Vanessa, Vanessa Jojo, and Angela all had babies out of wedlock. You know, he's a reverend. Jojo got married. Man, now. that's par for the course with most of these pastors. If we're keeping it a buck. Did Jojo get married first before you had a baby? Nope. You had a baby first. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Angela Simmons bought her own engagement ring. We know that. Oh, man, the vibes. Yeah. I didn't see that. Wait, what? I mean, I'm I'm talking shit, but uh, we all thought that she bought her own engagement ring. because yeah. That's some Yandy shit. <laughs> yeah, damn. <laughs> Forgot about that fake marriage. The only one that don't have babies is Diggy and Russell. Yeah, and I'm trying to give Diggy. Um, you just, gotta relax. Relax. <laughs> he is attractive though, but um, Ti. But yeah, Ti. Thank you. So I think I was excited to see him on there, but then I felt like. The thing with Deja went a little too far. I felt like it definitely wasn't meant for TV. That was meant to be kept in private. And I definitely, when I went back and watched the show and actually saw it play out. Yeah, it was tough for watching. She was hella embarrassing. Yeah. She was on a vacation. She looked like she didn't want to be there. She wasn't. And the thing is, it's sad to say, T.I. is such an alpha male 
that his I think Deja was scared to say how she feels because Alexandria Latrice Royster would have cussed my daddy out on the spot. Honey, I would have been like, Mom, why the fuck? Daddy, yeah. why the fuck would you say? And Tiny as a stepmother, but as a woman, before Mama has always told me, before you are a wife, a mother, or whatever, you are a woman. So you you come as a woman. Like, I remember, <laughs> long, I mean, short story, I was at the hair salon, and my hairstylist was like, before I tell my son, girl, for anything, I speak to her as a woman first. I'm like, my son is my son, and I love him, but he ain't shit. So she was the first person that actually came to me and was like, I'm going to speak to whomever. And I didn't date her son. It was somebody else. But she was, of course, my hairstylist telling me about this story. But she was like, um, I come to all my sons or, you know, my son's girlfriends and basically let them know. I'm going to let you know he ain't shit. And then if you decide to, that's on you because I'm a woman first. So right. I felt like Tiny in that moment should have done that, you know, and been there for her. But just like I said, this is not Deja's moment. This is King but or Tiny or T.I.'s. But I feel like if you can publicly embarrass that, don't laugh at King with this fucking weed shit. Like, yeah. no. Then Zonique ended up pregnant. I'm like, oh, fuck. He, he gave a typical, like, nigga response. Because he kept saying, I'm going to whoop this nigga ass. Like, ain't done shit. Ain't walked no well. His tone sounded like he was joking the entire time. Hell yeah. But we know how T.I. at. What? What? My Quick little intermission turn up. Hey. Shout it showing your ass. Make a nigga wanna grab a hold of your ass. Strip you out your coochie dress and hit the floor with your ass. When I leave the club, I wanna see some more with your ass. I ain't tricking, but shit, I might spill some dough on your ass. The way you bouncing on my dick and grinding slow with your ass. Hit the VIP with me, I pull some more for your ass. Sorry, I was about to start st- uh, strolling, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Shouts out to T.I. Um, I was gonna say yeah, real, no real quick about the tiny, the tiny <laughs> thing. I agree. With you, I feel Thank like she should have said something as a woman too. However, I also see the flip side of it. Okay, okay, okay. Because her mother, Deja's mother, is still actively in her right. life, so right. I get the perspective of let Deja's, let Ti and the mother handle. handle that as far as when it comes to Deja's. Oh, that was her justification. She she said she was leaving that up to Ti and her mom. Oh, I kind of understand that because you don't want to get in the middle of that mess. I kind of understand that. Yeah, I mean, cause I don't. We don't know the dynamic right. between Tiny right. and Deja's mom, so we don't know if they have their own relationship right. to where Tiny could step up and stuff like that. But maybe they don't, and maybe she's like, "I don't want to step on your toes as Deja's yeah. mother, so right. let me fall back and let y'all do this, and we can talk later." You know, yeah, because yeah, some some parents feel like, like you said, stepping on their toes. Some parents feel like, "All right, I'm still in my child's life. We're not together." It's right. not your place to yeah. like. Granny, you've been with Deja since she was little, but right. then day like her mom is still actively right. very much so in her life. Now I will say I think Tiny needs to grow a set of vagina lips and oh honey, she needs to do that in her own relationship. But that's a different story for another another day. Because she, but I would have never let him do. I would have never, baby, my boy, my boyfriend. I would have never let him husband work. Never in a minute because I'm a woman. Once again, I'm a woman first. Right. So Deja is a woman. But look at and her other shit that Tiny let him get away with. In her face. In her face. In their own relationship. In a whole marriage. And so, this nigga and, disrespecting and, her like she's a girl. You can't block. tell him shit. So what the fuck? You can't. You ain't gonna tell that man. Don't go to the doctor with your daughter. He gonna look at you like like this he my did. daughter. Right. Yeah. But I I I respect her not wanting to do that out of respect for Deja's biological. Mom, mom and you know yeah. wanted them to handle that which they ended up doing yeah I, um, I didn't watch the next episode but i know she cussed his ass out i believe she basically was like so was you like you she basically fit it on him like what's the difference between you know king like right. you let him do you she was like do you go to the doctor with king he's probably like no probably no the nigga probably never been to the doctor with king right but the um watching that shit on the show like watching it play out on the show was much different from when it hit the blogs because you could see like Deja was devastated. Like, yeah. why would you even talk about that on a podcast? I don't even know why that even came up. Right. right. Like, why would you mention that? That it's everything don't need to, to be, be yeah out. And your daughter's night life is not to be discussed with others. That's her especially, life. Especially someone you want to check. Whether you was joking or not, someone right. you were checking for it to see if she's still a version. Right. I think sometimes people get a little comfortable when they're in the middle of conversations. And mm, okay, that's a different. Way. I'm not, I'm not justifying it, but I'm just saying like you could be in the middle of conversation with somebody and just you know, like I say, you get a little comfortable because things have been said in interviews on radio, TV that should have been 
kept behind closed doors. But you get so comfortable in a conversation that mm-hmm. you start divulging information that really shouldn't be put out. And that was my issue with T.I. It's like, first off, you sound stupid. Right, like right. stay out of women's business because uh, just because your hymen is oh, quote unquote not intact or intact, that does not your hymen does not mean whether you're a virgin or not. Like right, yeah, because I've heard so stories funny. of women's hymens being broken from various other things. Yes, riding a bike, right? Some sport. I know she don't ride no bike. You don't. It can break from anything. She can be riding dick and it can break. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You could be. <laughs> You could be in, do, if you're a cheerleader. You know how flexible cheerleader. You could uh-huh. you could be doing a toe touch anything anything that could make your hymen break. That does not mean that does not determine your virginity. Like he just sound dumb. And I said, Rodney, y'all both looked at me like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this was like, I'm trying to think about the process. I'm like, damn, she already in the act of it, right, right? But y'all was just being retarded, going to hell. Uh-uh. We don't uh, we, we, we repeat that. Don't we don't that. condemn. We don't condemn people to hell. Speak. Remember, I just learned my learning lesson. Words have meanings. Exactly. And don't say things that you don't mean. Allegedly. <laughs> but yeah, Ti definitely has um, a double standard when it comes to his boys. It, more specifically with King, because we That's don't see him being this way with. Um, what's that boy named Damani Messiah Major. or Major? It's with King. It's like he's way. I don't know because he sees himself in King. It, King is a part of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm like, you is. were way more relaxed with him. And is King his first one? No, his first child is Messiah. Mm-hmm. Is uh, it Damani? No, no Messiah is the oldest Messiah's boy. The, the one that's shy and quiet. No, he's shy and quiet is Major. No, but. Uh, but uh, Messiah's um, the oldest one. He's the one that's already in college. Yeah. And then it's Deja. Yeah. Then it's Damani. Then it's King. And then Ares. Remember? Oh, yeah. I say Deja already, right? Yeah. Yeah. So after after Major, then it's King. No, I mean after King, then it's Major, and then Ares, and then Zanik is somewhere in the middle of. I think I think Zanik is the oldest of all of them. Or Zanika and Messiah may be around the same age. Because Zanika, I think, is 25. Hmm. Mm. I think the closest, I think T.I. is probably getting to that age where he just becomes, like, soft. You think so? But, well, no, because I can't, I can't say that because he's completely the opposite with Deja. So, yeah, I can't say that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I didn't like how he did Plus, that. he's not a grandparent yet, to my knowledge. No, Zanika so. got a baby on the way. Oh, so that might be why. Because mm-hmm. most, most parents No, so he up. just found out, like. Last week. Oh, well, never mind. He just found out that Zanique is um, pregnant. And Zanique is five months pregnant. So he just found out. I don't know. T.I. is just. But don't she don't know. live. She Some... live on her own. She but it's so cra- it's crazy because T.I. and Tiny, I feel like they do a good job at parenting kids. But I also feel like they do a bad job. At parenting teenagers? Parenting, period. Oh. Like, it's like, like major. If you look at Major and Ares, they are smart as hell. Like, oh, yeah. They don't do no baby talk. Mer- I mean, not Ares. Ares was talking full sentences at like two, three years old. And they, they're very well mannered. They, they they do a good job at like raising every all of the kids got their heads on straight. Nobody right. is like in the streets, right. at least not to my knowledge. Everybody, you know, got their head on straight. King is the wild child, clearly. Right. But then at the same time, they also do kind of bad because to one, they set a bad example of what marriage looks like to their kids because yep. Yep. we could talk about that later. Or we could talk about that now, but no, let's talk about it now. So did you? So you don't? You haven't watched nothing with Zanique, right? Uh, yeah, I haven't watched any of those shows. Okay, so Zanique said that basically, so she's pregnant, and she they asked her like, "What about marriage?" And she basically said that marriage is a bigger commitment. Than the baby. Than the baby. <laughs> the way he just looked up. He looked up like, wait, what? What the fuck? Yeah, think about it. I hate when people try and draw parallels because it's two separate things. Like My thing is, is why would you want to be tied down? You, I mean, not tied down, but you have this, this child that you're going to have. You and this person have to share this child for 18 years, you know, before they become legal and they go off and do their own thing. Why marriage... 
Like you, I think you had you gave a perfect example because I think on Twitter, like if you was to marry somebody and it don't work out, you can leave the divorce and go your separate ways and not have nothing else. Exactly, I'll a baby. That. You and that person had to communicate with this for eighteen years. So I actually did ask that. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up on my Instagram, and the responses that I got when I talked about that, it was amazing because. People basically, some were saying, oh, the woman wants the baby, but unfortunately it doesn't work out for the dad because if you have a baby, basically the woman unfortunately can use that against you. There is no laws to save the dad. Like if you got a baby and she want to go along with it and you got to be put on child support, you have no say so in that. That's sad. So basically what I put on Twitter was I never understood the concept of being comfortable to procreate with someone, but not enough to marry them. I would rather have the option of divorce versus having a child that will keep me attached to said person for the remainder of my life. Exactly. I just, I mean, I think we, I think y'all, I mean, look at Jada and baby. Like she's going to be in this damn hamster circle in the hamster wheel, excuse me, for the rest of her life until she decides to jump off and grow some balls and move on and realize he ain't shit. Exactly. But because of her soul tie, her child, it's keeping her in something that she knows because she knows it. I mean, she ain't stupid. She knows she could do she better. She knows she could do better. She knows there is better. But I think all of the things that keep them attached are is keeping her there longer than it needs to be. I think it's hard. It's hard in relationships, period. But even, when you have when you share a child with that person, it's hard to leave versus if you was married to somebody right. and y'all didn't have any kids, if it didn't work out, y'all can go your own separate ways and you don't have nothing time you to that person no yeah, more. And be like bye. Maybe the last name, but that's it. Like and that's it. Now, and they're going to look like them. And they may act like them, too. So you got to be prepared for that. Exactly. But those are things that you can get over. But literally, you will never. And, and I, I don't even like to say until the age of 18. Because to be honest, kids are going to be here until you die. Because they're going to always need you for shit. I mean, just bottom line, kids are going to need you. So it's for a lifetime. You will probably, of course, die before your kid. Because that's just the way life is. But that child is going to need you. And- so morbid. I'm sorry, but, you know, that's the way life works, you know. So you're born first, so you're probably going to pass away first. I know this is sort of not on topic, but kind of because of what you just said. Hypothetically, if I, you know, were to have a baby, I would hope and pray I go before my kid. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't think I would be able to. I mean, nobody on either side would be able to stomach it, but I don't think right. I would be able to stomach still being alive and, I, and I lost a child. But mm-hmm. I also know they probably can't stomach losing a parent either. So. Right, right. But yeah. I've been in, I've, I've seen, not been in situations, thank God. I'm the only child and I haven't lost any of my parents. Um, But I've been, I have family members that have, and I've seen it both ways. I've seen a child bury a parent, and I've seen a parent bury a child, and both are just. Not where it's at. But I think that Zonique basically is like most people. I think Zonique witnessed her mom do it all. That's why she, I think that's successful. why she feels like it's not, it's a bigger, it's marriage is a bigger commitment because right. she watched Tiny go through hell right. with T.I. at one point. Right. And she also watched her raise herself. She, right. Zonique watched her mom raise her right. as a single mom. So she was like, oh, it could be it could be done. I don't need to be married. And that's what right. Tiny said. She was like, Well, she gonna be good either way. And it's like that like I just feel like that's not what you should be instilling into your kids. But not at all. Tia and Tiny and they ain't the perfect um image to look up to either when it comes to like marriage and shit. So not at all. Yeah, they're definitely not good examples. Um but with the whole double standard things with parenting it just comes down to guys just give a whole different level of energy to their boys than they do. With I hope if you have a boy bleak, that you you keep the energy. I'm punching him. that nigga in the chest every time, wow. just for fun sometimes too. But that's how I do all my. You know what I just wanted to say just then. Remember Carisha mm-hmm. <laughs> and Santana. She's I like love domestic you, violence. <laughs> I love domestic you, violence. But yeah, I just hope you give your energy like. I'm punching my son in the chest every time I get a chance. But are you going to be like, are you going to be hard on your daughter? I'll probably be a softie, honestly. That's usually how it goes. Usually the dad is the soft one on the girl. 
and hard on the boy. I'm definitely not rolling with her to the OBGYN. Like, nah. Child my mom got that. Like, that's what's yeah. on you and your mama. But my thing is, even if you as a father decided to go to I'm the, sitting my ass in the lobby. Matter of fact, yeah. I'm sitting in the car, my nigga. But even if you did, even if you did go with her, that's between you and your child. Right. The whole world yeah, don't need to know that you she can't. went to the doctor with her. I don't think it's a problem if you go. I mean, you may not. As no, she not, gets I'm, older, you may not want to go. I, that's in, what I'm saying. When she gets to a certain age, it's just like, all right, fam. Yeah. How about it? Like, I'm just not going to be that. I don't ever want to be that invasive parent. I mean, yeah. and at the end of the day, if God wanted you to be mindful, she, he would have put a tracking device in her coochie and would have gave you the remote to see it. So, I mean, at some point... You have to trust what you have instilled in your daughter. She believes and knows to be true for herself so she can go through life that And even way. if they stray away from that, that's on them. Like, that's on them. And you're there as a parent to pick up the pieces and not say, I told you so. Pick up the pieces. Tell them where they should have listened, where they may have went wrong, and they move forward. Because I don't, I don't do everything according to the way my parents may or may not have taught me. But yeah, Same. I mean, that's everybody. Day. We always do things. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so them. people... People act like one is much worse than the other. Yes, yeah, some have con- some come along with consequences that others don't. But at the end of the day, like, what are you gonna do about it? Right. And I think that's my biggest problem with a lot of parents. It's like you should just trust the way you raise your child, Absolutely. as opposed to I gotta run behind this nigga and make sure that they ain't doing what they're supposed to do. Right now, did you see the episode when? Remember, remember when the when the episode played and all of this was you know coming back to surface. Remember when he said the reason why he went to the doctor with her? Do you remember that? No. Mm-mm. He said the reason why he even took her to the doctor was because she snuck out the house and was over at some boy's house. Oh my goodness! And so he, I guess, wanted to make sure that you know she wasn't doing anything. But again. Even if you did that, the world does not need to know that you did. And your your logic behind it, I want to make sure how Hyman was intact. That doesn't even make sense. People do we do shit all the time, sneaking out, doing whatever. That's a child. That's a young person. That don't mean she having sex. She probably just be sneaking out to go with her friends. She may not. She may be fast and trying to go see a boy, but hell, okay. But again, even that if she was, don't mean she having sex with him. Even if she was sneaking out the house to go suck some dick or, suck, or fuck, the, why do you didn't have to say it on the podcast yep. and let the world, whole been world know? You and her, and if she told your ass the truth, but she probably would have lied anyway. Right, yeah. but now that just that just shows that she well not show, but now she can't trust him. Yep, like you just you messed up whatever relationship you was trying to have with her or build her. And now she can't trust you. And it just, it, it was so, uh, n- not uh, nerve-wracking, but um, what's the word? It was um, cringing oh, cr- to yeah. watch her mm-hmm. relive it because she just seemed so devastated. And I yeah. didn't know she was dealing with mental um, mental health issues. I mean, I would be too if my dad was rolling up and then just, and that's my biggest problem. Like, one of my biggest problems with, like, Black parents. I'm not gonna say all, but like our parents' generation. Sometimes you don't have to put your kids like um, you don't have to put your kids' business out there like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. black parents do it a lot. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. What your kids share with you should stay between you because number one, you're building a you're building a relationship with your child, and they need to be able to trust you because if not, they're gonna do things like Adasia. And then you're always going to be at odds because they're not going to want to talk to you about things. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think there needs to be a line of you're still the parent. I get it. But also you need to be calm enough and not flip at the at the sight of everything they tell you, because obviously they're telling you because they trust you. Exactly. So take that for a grain of salt and realize it and be like, OK, I'm not going to flip on this. You know, they told me I'm just proud that I was told and we're going to move forward. Everything is not meant to. They're just basically being open and being honest with you, which is what you want anyway. That's mm-hmm. the thing you you want the you want that shit. But then when you get it, it's like, oh, shit, she just told me this. I mean, at some point, just like when we all have kids at this table, because none of us do. But when mm-hmm. we have kids at this table, we know what we've done now and what they may do, you know, and and. 
I mean, you know, it, it never is honestly that bad. Because bottom line, you know your kid. You know your kid before they know themselves, first right. of all. So you know, okay, my this child going to sneak out, but she ain't going to do nothing wrong. But this child going to sneak out and probably going to do everything wrong. So you get what I'm saying? You know that going into it, but you should never, as a parent, make them feel bad about their decisions, you know, or feel critiqued by them. Exactly. Like that defines you as a person because anybody can make a mistake. And I think what happens is kids get older to our age and then realize, oh, you really ain't shit and blah, blah, blah. You know, so they get to, as we get older, we start saying, okay, our parents are not perfect. Our parents do a lot of shit that's wrong. Our parents have done this. You know, they shit, don't as tell you, get you old, this. Shit, as you get older, you find out your parents did way more shit. You, they did way more you shit f- than you When did. you get older and you and your parents are like real cool and close, you, you find out adult tea, age. okay? Uh-huh. I done found out some shit about Same. mama. Listen. Same. I'll never find out any of that shit on my parents. <laughs> you find, you find out some shit. You a boy, and, so and that goes like you said, building like that trust. When you build that yeah. trust with your parents, to where you could just t- y'all could talk about anything open and freely, yes, you uh, find out a whole. And, and lot honestly, of shit. it comes with just growing and being mature. Like, of course, like my mom has always told me, conversations I have with her at twenty seven are not what I had with her two years ago. Listen, because every stage, like I'm in a relationship, so I'm coming to her about relationship things. I'm coming to her about love and. You know, I mean, anything, anything, sex, parenting, kids, and 401ks, and shit, cooking. I mean, it it can go from big to small. God. Especially work. I mean, career. Everything. Any any major life. Altering decisions. Oh yes, I go to my go to right. my mom. And look, you said the same conversation right. we was having at twenty three are not the same conversation we having at twenty seven because we no. damn near thirty. Yeah, and shit is changing. Oh, shit, don't say that too loud. <sighs> but yeah, you know, yeah. So you know, bleak. Yes, you're old as fuck. But yeah, so you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where. I think he owes Deja an apology. I think privately and publicly. Well, I think he said. I think he said they did have a conversation, but publicly. Definitely, because he publicly embarrassed her. So why right. not publicly apologize? Yep. And I think that that's definitely it. I appreciate Deja's mom, you know, stepping there. And I think that Tiny, you know, I it's it's a catch twenty two. But I think that Tiny, you need to um speak to your husband when he's out of line. You know, like you ain't got to do it in front of everybody, in front of the kids, belittling him as the man of the house. But from woman to man, you need to let him know that that wasn't cool to do and to move, you know, and to not do She's that. She's very again. passive aggressive when it comes to him, but we could talk about that later. Yeah, she, um, she I just do whatever, whatever. I just wish that men give their sons the same energy that they give that their daughters. Period. They just can't handle the fact that their daughters are doing the same shit that they they used to do to somebody else's daughter. Right. And they can't handle that shit. Right. Period. Moving on. Um, speaking of black women and situations, are black women responsible for helping black men heal? T.I. is one of those that needs healing. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Is this Tiny is where, responsible? This is, this is where you come in, Bleak. We gonna, Who, me? Yeah. Yes. Because you got to read the, the. I mean, like, you know, it could be quite possibly, but yeah, this stupid nigga said, um, he posted something on Instagram and was like, black women are not a black. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said, black women are not a black man's therapist. We are here to heal y'all. Black women aren't responsible for black men and their issues. And then those were in quotations. And then he put, bro, if this is how y'all feel for real, stay away from black men, bro. What? So anyway, he goes on to say, of course, not every black man isn't emotionally damaged or unstable. But for y'all to basically cast the man aside if he were in a position to help him uh, to help because it's not your problem. Yeah, y'all sound selfish. And then he says, I've seen the narrative of black women or black men don't protect black women being pushed. I guess black men with mental health issues don't get that same protection. If you were in a place to help a black man and choose not to, you're the problem. Hypocrites is what y'all are. All right. So... Um, yes, black men are being killed. Black women are being killed. That's what we're talking about when black women say black men are protecting black women. When they are, they're talking about black men killing um, black women, and also white men and other people killing black women. Um, this has nothing that that has nothing to do with mental health. Um, 
I mean, you can go get a therapist, my nigga. Get, thank you. <laughs> Point it's, blank it's the fuck, period. Simple. Get a fucking your, 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 It's not your girl's responsibility to, I mean, it's cool if you're able to talk to her and, you know, deep dive and all the other stuff like that, but she's not your therapist, my nigga. She's there to help, but yeah. not to heal. Thank you. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. But I think what he may have been trying to say is how black men are always, uh, a lot of people always say black men are supposed to protect the black woman and help be there for her. But then when they need help in return, they don't get that. They don't get that same energy in return. Because uh, before black men seeking help, with therapy seemed so taboo. Like they was like, "What the fuck? You need to man up. You need to stop being so emotional. You need to da 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 da." But are we responsible for healing you? No, no, right? We're mm-hmm. like, go get some fucking help. The the problem that I have with that is guys like him with that mentality. They like to put girls through hell and high water, put them through shit, and be like, "Damn, what comes at the end of the day?" Well, baby, you know my past. You know I need help. I need you to stay down with me. I'm trying to change and do better. So you want you want to put her through hell all because you still traumatized over some shit that probably happened when they were 15. You know niggas up saying I had one girl break my heart. We was in high school and she didn't do this with me. Like they was want to bring up shit that don't like you're fucking 30. I need you to let the sh- the heartbreak go at 16. I need you to let that sh- shit go. Yep. I mean I agree. Um. I think we all go through our own shit, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like the whole faith without works is in vain. Is that how it goes in the Bible? Faith without works. Yeah, I think so. Faith without works is dead. Yeah, essentially. So I kind of hold it to that, like when it comes to actually like working through your mental health issues, like me and a friend of mine, that's a psychologist, had a conversation a couple of weeks ago about how we appreciate how mental health is becoming important or seemingly becoming important in our society or in our community. Mm-hmm. But it's like people use it as a crutch as opposed to, um, or people just kind of use it as an excuse to do dumb shit. Right. And then when you call Kanye. them on it and then when you yep. call them on it, <laughs> then it's like, Oh, well, I'm still working through my shit, but it's like, are you actually doing anything? Yeah, right. like, are you working? Are you a- actively working through it? Or are you just using it as an excuse to still do stupid shit? Yeah. Right. So, um, that's and, and I don't even. I'm sorry. I don't even want to. I don't even want to make it a whole black man go get help thing. It's people in general because a lot of right. women do that shit too. I need a man to come save me and heal me from my past. Go get some fucking help and stop putting your trauma onto other people. Yeah. When you when you. When you expect people to, um, when you come into relationships or, yeah, when you come into relationships with those kind of expectations, you're automatically setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. my thing is, so perfect example, let's say you're going through something mm-hmm. in life, period. Mm-hmm. You lost your job. Perfect example, you lost your job. You pray to God. Oh, God. I'm just saying. <laughs> So I'm just saying like you pray to God Oh God I need a job I need you to come through for me on this Blah 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 blah. You're praying for it Yep. But you're not doing anything to actually help Help. Manifest or bring forth what you're asking for The faith without the work Exactly so And that motherfucker be dead Exactly so my thing is people will say Oh well I have issues you know mentally This this that and that but it's like Are you actually making any moves To actually to get you the deliverance that you're asking for. Exactly. And I think that's a lot. I think that's a problem. A lot of us have, it's just like we rely too much. I know probably, Oh, you shouldn't say that, but I think we rely too heavily on our faith. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like the, um, as opposed to just putting in the work to actually right. get shit get done. You. Right. Right. Absolutely. And that's like, well, um, like I said, um, you know, praying to God, whatever, it's some single women that's all like, God, please send me, please send me a good man to heal my heart. Daughter. But then see you still going around screaming, niggas ain't shit. Fuck these niggas. I don't need nobody. It's like you can't, you can't be praying to God, hoping that He sends somebody this good man to you, and you still going around and saying, fuck these niggas. I don't need nobody. Right. Again, words mean things. Yes, if I'm you learning going, that lesson now. <laughs> if you going around saying fuck these. 
and I ain't gonna even lie, I had to learn that on my own. Like at one point, I'm like, shit, fuck this shit, I'm about to be single for forever. Yeah. I, you know, you know, I used to say things, I'm about yeah. to be single for forever. Look at me, three months in, here yeah. we are. In a fucking relationship. <laughs> I used to say the exact same thing. Yeah, as I had you. to change. I had to change, change my thought process. If I if I believe that I'm gonna be single forever, I'm gonna be fucking single forever. Yeah, you are gonna talk that shit into existence. Like, yeah, yeah. And then at the same time, you know, I have I don't want to say trauma, but I have like you know shit that happened like in the past or whatever, and I don't project that onto like whatever guy I'm dating. Like, right. I may have like some reservations, but I'm right. not gonna project like my trauma onto your onto your ass and expect you to come be but that's my, a, savior. Sa- my savior. Right. That's like, a no. that's a rare thing because a lot of people it's just standard in their heads. And I've been there before. Where it's just like you you allow and sometimes it's subconsciously, sometimes you don't even know you're doing it. Mm-hmm. But you're letting shit that happened to you in the past, how you've been treated by others. And shit like that, you let that control how you treat who you're with at that Mom, particular time. time yeah. yeah. And um, because it's been times where I've been in relationships after my worst relationship where it's like, oh, damn. But this is after me going to therapy and pointing shit out for myself. Because most of the time when I'm talking about therapists, he's walking me. I'm sorry. He's walking me to my realization. Mm-hmm. He's not telling me what my right. issue is. He's You're asking doing it me, yourself. Exactly. He's, he's asking me you. questions. He's guiding it. Mm-hmm. He's asking me questions that are going to lead me to exactly where I need to be as far as my overall realization. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like when I first went into that session, um, actually my second session, the biggest thing I walked away from was, all right, yeah, she did this, 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 and this over the course of however long that relationship lasted. But what, could you, now that we've talked about that and we've moved past that, now what could you have done? Because right. a lot of times, if we're in a bad relationship, we don't think about, yeah, that person could have treated us like shit, blah, 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 blah. But at certain points, there are points where we could have done something about it. Mm-hmm. We could have said something about it. We could have acknowledged it. We could have left. We could have did this. We could have did that. But it's like we decided not to. All right. And so after we dealt with what she did, we moved over to, all right, what could you have done to either change the situation, right, make the right. possibly try to make the situation better, better. Mm-hmm. Um, or could you have left at an earlier time, like, just to make your overall mindset better. Mm-hmm. So that's what I tell people. I love therapy because I do too. it's like a journey of self-discovery if you have the correct, if you have the right person, like, counseling you. Um. Yeah, me I person. considered going to therapy at one point. I like but it. I haven't. I, I love haven't. It. I haven't taken that leap of faith yet, though. I think I love it. Was- Just be prepared because you're probably gonna cry your first session. I really, I have not cried. I've probably been. I used to go weekly. Then Wait, I so do you? Weeks. You go in person? Um, of course, it's a COVID. It's virtual, but yep, I used to go in person, and I started going because of work. I did you in person? Yeah. What did you go to therapy in person or? Yeah, this was before pre-COVID. About three years ago. Yeah, I I let fear control it because I'm just like you gonna have to at some point. I tell everybody at some I, I point. Think of every, your life, I think every I think every I think everybody of African American descent needs to go to therapy at some point. But I feel like I I think if or when I do, it will be something where I mean like talk space, like where you t- like texting, like typing. No, I'm not doing that. I'm talking about for me. No, I'm just I, I feel like I made that's probably, baby steps. I feel like I probably start with that because. Even in my own personal relationships, I'm better at handling something via text, like through words, versus like in person. Then your person. therapist will just kind of uh, do things with words. They'll just um, do activities. Shanice, we are we are out of eye on that. I promise you, you will find the words. Like honestly, because like the 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 idea of like being in front of somebody that I don't know and I have to tell them like what I'm like. No, no, but you're gonna want. But to. that's the thing. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like. You don't just walk in there and he's like, all right, just lay it on me. He's going to get to know you or they he's get to know you. Just tell me why Casual. you're here. Mm-hmm. And you're going to start t- telling them your issues, even though I walked in like, I need some motherfucking help. Yeah. Because I don't know. But they're going to, well, tell me why you're here. And essentially, you're, you're, I think my experience with therapy, I'm talking out my problems. That's all I'm doing. I'm just talking them out. Right. And what she's doing is, 
here's an option of how you can look at this. This is an option of how you can look at this because all of this is subjective because it's coming from my opinion. Right. Who I'm talking about, what I'm referring to, I could be completely wrong. But -hmm. because of the way that I've received the information of whomever I'm in therapy about or what I'm in therapy about is based upon my knowledge and my, you know, situations. I think it's beautiful in relationships because I personally could see my significant other and I both, but we went for two different reasons, but I could see the growth in us in different ways because mine started out with, I don't mind saying it on a podcast, but uh, mine started out with going to therapy for work and learning how to balance personalities in the office and balance my position and being a black girl and being the one of two black people, period. One black man who's in his forties and me being the youngest person in the office and at the round table, but certain people not wanting to, you know, listen to me because of who I was. You get what I'm saying? So I had to learn, but that also bridged into when I had a problem with my parent or Dr. Holloway, I need to talk about this or my relationship. I need to talk about this or my friendships. It started to bridge into as I got comfortable other, other situations. And that's also why I enjoy that. I didn't even know about or things that just come up. Um, COVID came up when I was in therapy, we had to move virtual. So, you know, me checking and then it went to me checking on her. My first five, 10 minutes of the class, I'm, how are you doing? I, I spend my first five or 10 minutes asking because I had to remember your therapist is a person too. Right. You know, so I, the way I feel comfortable is asking her how she's doing. And she normally tells me, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I, I got anxiety because of COVID. You know what I'm saying? I know somebody, you know, we'll, we'll talk intimately. She doesn't let me know any names, but. I got comfortable by asking her to tell me about things about herself. And she was okay with that. You know, it's just like having meeting a friend or doing whatever. Now you may not have done that, but oh, yeah, no, nah, I feel bad now. Cause I <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I, I remember, but that's because I'm more of the person who's going to remember. That's a person too. She listened to 50 people shit a day. Girl, girl how you doing? She, right. and on top of that, I know bleak and I, we talked about this cause I reached out to you before I went to yeah. therapy. I think that people should, Get therapists that look like you. I got a black woman oh, who had yeah, natural yeah, hair. Yeah. Now, yeah. I had processed hair at the time, but it don't really matter. But I had a black woman who was, who understood. So I, I don't need a white guy to tell me because you you don't, you can't you don't empathize. Yeah, you don't get it. I need not somebody to, to empathize with Not to me. say that there aren't any good for them. Because I know Yeah, because I know people, yeah. I know black people that have gone to black therapists and are like, yeah, this ain't for me. And then ended up with somebody that's white and they're actually really, really good. Right. But- I just prefer because mine is a middle aged, uh, I think he's Nigerian man, but mm-hmm. really cool dude. Um, now, unlike Alex, like Alex says, she ain't crying. Her, like, she's never cried. Me, first session, I cried my eyes out. I'm about to cry. <laughs> Shit, I probably, this session on Saturday, I'm finna Cause listen, because y'all don't, y'all don't even know to have it's so much because I you do a, a thug though. You from Chicago. You're not saying it all. But see, that's the problem. I, I do a very good job at. Um, hiding, masking. hiding shit. I put a, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit that I've experienced, and that's just from my family alone. You'll be doing the same thing in therapy. It's a lot of shit that I've experienced, like witnessed, like from my family. How it's affecting me now? The where my family is currently, as far as like our relationships or whatever, that has affected you know into my adult relationships. So it's probably hella shit that I need to get out, but. The, what I was going to say in relation to this topic, um, as far as like men or, or women needing to heal from their shit before and not expecting like their partners to do it. I think when you are coming from one traumatic relationship and going into another, that is a very selfish thing because now you're taking all that baggage and bullshit that you had. And you putting it into this new relationship, and now they're getting they're is it reaping? They're reaping. No, it's you're projecting your shit. You're projecting your shit into somebody else, and now they have to they now they have to deal with your shit for or suffer. Now they have to suffer for what somebody uh, for somebody else did. Yeah, and I feel like that's a a lot with these the baby mamas, Jada, and all of them. I feel like a lot of the guys that they're dating. Dealt, you know, right. dealt with some shit in the past. Again, like I said, they had that one girl that broke their heart when they were fucking 16. And now every girl that they date, yeah, we can lay down, we have a baby, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna wife you right. up because this girl right. broke my heart. Like, damn, like, you just stripped me from 
All of my whatever dreams I had, right. you stripped me of that because of some shit that happened fucking right. 10, 15 years ago. Right. But at the same time, that shit, they allow that shit as well. So, yep. I mean, what can you do? Yep. But, yeah, they get some help. I just need people to get help. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop taking your traumas and stop expecting people to heal you. Can't nobody heal you but yourself. Yep. I think that, um, your significant other should be there to um, assist you and help you support. and support. And I even go as far as how deep your relationship is. I can go as far as saying, start looking at my behavior from the day I go up until this point And let me know if you think I've changed, if you want to go that deep into it, depending on what it is. So you know, because I think over time you will start to um, show things, you know, like it'll start coming out on the way you talk and the way you do things. It'll mm-hmm. start to show. And so, you know, that's another one. So it, it's, it's you know, but yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, I definitely agree. Listen, man, it's not up to your girl to help you through whatever you was doing back in the day. Like, that's just. It's I wonder if the guy that posted, I wonder if he's single. Nobody knows and nobody cares. He's just another nigga on Twitter saying some dumb shit. Thank God. Thank you, Jack Dorsey, for suspending my account because shit like this makes me not miss that application. I just feel like people. I feel like people just constantly be like, "Okay, what's some bullshit that I can tweet?" Well, I mean, <laughs> that sounds crazy. I tell people, Twitter, Facebook, places like that are breeding grounds for ignorance. Um. People just say dumb shit because they know there's going to be one person that's going to agree with that shit. Yep. Or they just do that shit to be pain in the ass. Yeah, pretty much. But. (laughs) We are here on the next topic. All right. You like the wind chimes? Um, yeah, I'm just over. I don't know. I'm just, I guess, with this new topic, Alex, you can you go got ahead this. and introduce it. Um, so, um, Joe picked his running mate. Running mate, I believe, on last week, right? It was yeah, yeah, late last, last week. week. I think like Thursday or Friday. And um, it is Kamala. Is Kamala Kamala Harris? Kamala 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 Harris. I don't know why I could say. Kamala, Kamala, Camel, you know, That's camera, offensive. camera, Kodak. <laughs> Come on, Kodak. Polaroid, Polaroid, <laughs> pose, oh, about photo shoot, pose, photo shoot. <laughs> um, but Miss Harris, you're gonna call her Miss Harris, and how do you feel about that? Everybody's favorite, aka. At the end of the day, y'all just need to vote, okay? I, I personally. Outside of what you just told me about, you know, what Joe did, um, I thought he was all right until I guess that happened. You know, like I didn't know about that. So, you, right, so let me. When Obama had him, I, I, I wasn't privy to that information because because everybody was so focused on fucking Obama, Obama and trying and to not, prove his citizenship and his no, race. And, no, right. no, no. People talked about like Joe being a creep, but he was vice president. I mean, think about it. You had Joe Biden. Like, yeah, he did some creepy shit. Another vice president, Dick fucking Cheney. Yeah. Murdering people. Right. He had a company. Like, he pretty much financed a company that was murdering people in the Middle East. Like, my biggest issue with our generation is I appreciate us wanting to be aware and all of that other good shit. But if you're looking for a perfect politician... You've it's not gonna happen. It's yeah, not gonna no, happen. Absolutely yeah, it's not. not. You've already lost. Yeah. I agree with that. If you're looking, come on. Who's the who's the closest we have to a perfect politician? Maybe Bernie Sanders or uh, Elizabeth Warren. Maybe I don't even know of that because she was out here lying about being a Native American. Like you can find little Damn, things, yeah. but also people don't understand the game that is politics. Yeah. Sometimes that's why I tell people I don't like politicians. Because at the end of the day, you have to sell your soul sometimes for what you consider to be the greater good. Yeah. 
So you have to put your name on bills that you don't necessarily agree with. Right. Just because, all right, I'm going to put my name on this shit even though I don't agree with it. Just so I can get, just so I can have this IOU in my back pocket. Right. Because I have something that's a little bit more major in my eyes that I need to get pushed down the road. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. Now, I don't know if this is true, but my dad told me that, like, people was like, people been talking about that crime bill um, when it comes to Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. Rest in peace, John Lewis. But I think my dad was telling me yesterday that John Lewis put his name on that. Hmm. I gotta look but that. he did it because he said it was basically, the way he explained it to me, I have to verify this, but the way he explained it to me was Bill Clinton and John Lewis, the con- National Congressional Black Caucus, they kept giving pushback on the crime bill. Mm-hmm. But essentially, some sort of backroom deal was com- was agreed to. And they came to an agreement that they would put their names on that bill, um, I guess, in exchange for something down the road. Right. Nobody really knows. But even if it's true or not, in reality, that's the game. That's the games that politicians play. Right. So whatever Kamala Harris did, whatever Joe Biden did, they're politicians. Yeah. That's that's just the way the game works. Yeah, it's it's. It sucks, and I'm not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't know a whole lot about uh, Miss Harris. Kamala. Kamala. Come on, Miss Harris. Miss <laughs> Harris. I don't know a whole lot about. I do know. I did see the interview that she did on Breakfast Club. I thought the interview was yeah. It was Hillary Clinton ish when Hillary was pandering. Yeah, so yeah, I felt like it was a lot of pandering. I feel like it was a lot of talking in circles, not answering questions directly. But again, that's politicians. I feel like no politicians answer these questions. Directly or whatever, um, I mean, I don't know how this is gonna sound, but I'm rude for her because she's black, and a lot of people are coming to her saying crazy mm, that's, shit. That's problematic to some, but whatever. Yeah, if white people can say I'm voting for Trump just because of whatever, the some of the dumb reasons I've heard for uh, you know of people voting for Trump, have at it. If you want to vote for them, because if you want to vote for that ticket because she's black, yeah. have at it. Yeah, I'm just going to, just because she's a black woman in a position that she is now in, I'm just going to hope the best for her and her peace. Because I've been seeing some crazy shit online about her. But you also have to do your own research. Yeah. Because people have been posting shit. Like, people tried to put the whole Oscar Grant situation on her. And it was like, fam, that had nothing to do with her. Like, she, they, they like, it's like her hands had nothing to do with that. Right. So... Yeah, you just have to I actually... I gotta go and read more on, like, about her. Uh, like I said, I've seen the interview that she did with... I mean, she's done, some, she's done some problematic shit, but so has every has politician in the, like, in the history of the world. That's how it works. And it's politicians, just like are, politicians are so fucking fake. But it, it's I just mean, like lawyers. Granted, granted okay, you know, because Donald, uh, Donald Trump's brother recently passed away. COVID. No, I'm just playing. I don't know. <laughs> And I mean, I know we gotta have some type of heart. I mean, yeah, but, he's still human. Yeah, but seeing um Joe and Kamala, you know, tweet out to him, I'm like, I know y'all hate him, and y'all still, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, like you said, we have to get out there and vote because this shit, this world, is getting ridiculous. I mean, I know it's not gonna change overnight, but. Gotta hope for the best. I've seen some people talking about because I need y'all to help me help me with this because I've seen some shit about mailing it. They're mailing in ballots. Oh, okay, okay. Let me Trump is literally, and it's not even like it's not even covert. It's not even like secret. Uh, it's blatantly trying to steal the elections. Right? This nigga's blatantly trying to steal the election. So they're trying. They're trying to say you have to mail in ballots. So okay, well, I have. I have been doing that, and what I have been doing, I, I did it since COVID. So I voted for the primary. DeKalb County, which is where I live, has a runoff. I did that. But you guys, if you do your absentee ballot, you can drop it off to the address that it ships to you from, like the from address. Mm-hmm. They have a little mailbox-looking thing, and it has the American flag on it, and it says drop your ballot. So you can get an absentee ballot, but you need to drive it to your um, 
tax office or what do they call it? Your prime. What do they call it? The not the tax office. It's in the same building in the Camp County. The tax and the tax and commission. Tax commissioner's office. Yeah, yeah. that because that's where your voter is. It's where your car will be registered, mm-hmm. and of course your taxes for the city. All of that, like if you buy a home, of course. But those are the locations where you would drop it off. So guys, still get your absentee ballot if you don't want to do it. If you want to be old fashioned, do early voting, do same day voting. But I feel like we've been cooped up in the house, so that just gives you a reason to get out and drop your ballot in the in the actual um, voter registration place. Don't yeah. ship it by mail because what they're doing, they're opening the shit and they're saying that they won't get there. They're purposely doing it later because Trump, doesn't. They, he wants to suppress voters. So let's rise up like the lame-ass Falcons and let's get this shit done. <laughs> and then and that's all I got somebody, to um, I think I saw on the shade room about um, the post office going to be closed or some shit. It's going to be something with these whole melanin ballot shit. And it's just so much information. I just need to know what the hell do I need to do? Do I go to the voting polls or do I mail the shit in? Like Go to the voting polls or melanin. If you feel comfortable. If you can early vote, go. get that shit Get the in. early vote. Because that way you don't have to worry about getting well, the mail, yeah, filling it in, taking it. You do can you, do it once. When do, do, they, do they know when early voting starts for October? The October? I think it depends on the state. But you also have to. I would say do some research because I don't want to say the wrong shit on here and then people are like, oh. Right. And so, um, I would say do some research. I'm going to look um, into it because if I can do, because I, I missed early voting this time around. I had to stand in that long ass line. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to do early voting. But it's just, just, just know, like, even with like that Brian Kemp shit a couple years ago, like, this nigga blatantly stole the election. And <laughs> niggas are just like, oh, well, we just got to deal with it. And now we're in a shit. And now, same shit happening with do fast Trump, and this nigga's just like, oh well, whatever. Yeah, keep I don't telling know. folks, man. Don't come a time we just gotta start putting hands on these politicians. Like, that's just how I see it. I'm scared for these elections. I ain't gonna lie, cause I don't know how to fuck this. Shit. I don't know. This, I don't think this world can handle another four years of Donald Trump. I don't know. I'm don't over know. it. I'm over all these politicians. I'm over elections. I'm over all this shit. I don't trust any politicians. I just think that at this point, I mean, we just need to get Trump out of office because I feel like we couldn't even, we could have been better than this. I remember I flew to Philly around February and I wore a mask. And yes, I've been wearing a mask since fucking February, but I just remember it being in China. And when I flew to Philly, I was like, I said, it's not an America yet, but I'm thinking in my mind, it's only a matter of time because we're not moving fast enough. We need to cut travel to China right now. You can go anywhere else, but just cut travel. That's before we knew about the 14 days and the mask. It was just like we needed to at least just cut travel at that moment. And that nigga was fat. Because if we would have done what we were supposed to do, either cut China traffic or actually actually cut all international flights and just let it be domestic. We could have still been kicking shit. We could have been out of town, out of the country right now, but we all could have been in America just having a decent thing. You wouldn't have been able to go out the country, not even to the islands and none of that for the summertime, but we could have settled with New Orleans, Miami, Myrtle Beach, Panama, (laughs) LA, Texas, Colorado, if you want to get some weed, <laughs> Vegas, you got a pool. We could, we could have settled. Right. We could have been okay. We couldn't have gone. I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I really, truly believe. Well, we're not, because from what a friend told me, my mm. old roommate, um, from what she learned in school, this shit was first and definitely man-made. That shit was made in a lab. I think, <laughs> I think when when the orangutan pissed off China. Last was that last yeah, year when they absolutely. pissed? I th- feel like he pissed them off. It's like okay, we gonna, we're gonna put we're gonna put this shit up in in y'all country because I really truly believe that this that shit was here. But I think late November, they, early December because it was a lot of fucking people sick. That was mm-hmm. yeah, it was a lot of people that was sick. I know people that was like they were like y'all got the flu bad, like yeah. couldn't eat couldn't eat anything, didn't mm-hmm. have a taste for nothing. And that was in like November, January. I mean, November, December. I just think December. that they tried to do some shit, but it got out of hand in their country first, and it, it backfired. I think the shit got too out. Too it far got out too of hand. far to hand, and they end up catching it first when it's really meant for us. So I agree with that. Because we seen the shit, we was like, "Oh, China got coronavirus," and, like, and okay. we was blah 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 blah. And that's when he should have cut. I mean, I would have. 
Obama, that Ebola, one person came to America with Ebola and he got like, shipped here. I think it was like two. One or two, and I know he and got shipped to the Ebola vanished real quick. And Wait. Obama was like, per daddy. I mean, if you want to go back to like SARS, um, bird flu, that's, 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 that's what COVID is, SARS-CO2. That's what yeah. they put I'm in your test I'm talking about the OG SARS uh, back oh, in the first, day. So the OG the first, Rona. No, yeah, the first one when it was like, you got SARS. Like, the OG Avian Rona sound like shit. weed, y'all. OG Rona. OG SARS. OG oh, Rona. Like, it's gonna, get, I give it a couple years. Yeah, it's gonna be some OG gonna, Rona. Once this get behind us and we not mm-hmm. get stressed, it's going to be some OG, OG Rona. COVID. And I'm, oh yeah, and, and I'm not COVID Kush. Kush COVID. Yes, COVID Kush. Yeah. Um, but this was interesting. This was definitely interesting. But um, you guys definitely vote. I mean, this is, I love the way y'all showed up for the primary, but let's continue that momentum because yeah, the reason why he's going, people not wanting to vote. And I'm like, the reason why he's going so hard is because your vote does matter. If he didn't think it did, he wouldn't be going so hard. Exactly. So use his, his momentum as momentum for you to get off your ass and go vote. It's COVID. We at the house anyway. Go ahead. Get up. You want to get out the house anyway because you stuck in the house doing work and in them mm-hmm. same four walls. So just get up, get some vitamin D, not the sex, but get in the sunlight <laughs> and drop your ballot off. Go say hey to the grandmama that's out. Make sure you wear your mask. Don't get a sick. And then come back in. Oh, get some Chick-fil-A, get some ice cream and come back in. That's all you got to do. That's mm-hmm. all I'm telling you to do. Speaking of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Understood. So, you guys, this was lovely. Thank you. Um, we'll be back next week with more. Shanice got to get over to the Lord's house. Yes, and I'm following right behind her. Time. I had mine so I already. I in, uh, in the car driving back down the road. Mm. I can taste the sandwich already. I can taste my nuggets and kale salad. All right. Somebody's hungry. All right, good <laughs> yeah. black people. It was nice. Well, this was short. It, it was. was. Sorry, you guys. Every time. I mean, we can't always bring y'all. We got to tease it. We yeah. gotta make sure y'all, you know, keep it. Yeah, All right, there. time to head on out. <laughs> we act like he ain't the biggest freak we know. I might be. Ooh. <laughs> oh! Shout out to everybody. everybody. I have fun. I gotta be good. <laughs> 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 I forgot. Okay. Yes, dot, dot, dot. I'm out.